0: (laughs) thinking about moving to Charleston South Carolina or just want to know what it's like there you are in luck this episode I have Jahira Gaines uh, realtor in South Carolina Uh, say hi to everybody Jahira
1: hello everyone
0: This is Want to Move There, the show dedicated to all humans all across the planet and from outer space or wherever, giving them the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to an area outside of where they live or if they want to get an investment property or maybe visit or vacation, uh, visit some family or get a uh, second home somewhere. It would help too. Uh, I'm your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years. I grew up on the hill, as we call it, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Went to Mechanicsburg High School in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Go Wildcats and went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport you guessed it Pennsylvania born and raised here had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago like I said uh call me if you need to buy or sell a home call me text me email me throw a rock through my window send a carrier pigeon whatever you need to do I want to hear from you we still need inventory fairly badly here in uh December of 2021 and we will talk to Jahira in a minute about what it's like in her uh market whether you're watching live or on a replay ask a question in the comments or if you know one of us hit us up in the comments and tell us where you're watching from and if we don't see it watch we're going here, which is quite possible because I don't see the guest sees the little dinger and I'm got too much going on to see the dinger and bring it up. So if we don't see, we'll come back and address your comments later. And the final reminder that replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all the places, audio, video, wherever you like to get your content, it will be sitting there waiting for you. And now I will bring in Jahira. And uh, while I'm bringing up your bio to read that, say hello to everybody again and tell us the last movie that you watched
1: hello everyone derek thanks so much for having me on wanna move there this is super exciting i love charleston so much that i'm excited to be able to share about it so i'm not a big movie person but the last movie i watched um was the chosen um it's this live streaming that's been going on for probably a year now and they just had their first um film in the movie theater so that's what we just last saw last week super awesome. The chosen series has started on YouTube where they live streamed the story of Jesus. Um, yeah, we've been enjoying that. So it was fun to go watch it at the movie theater.
0: Huh? Is that a good to just come, did it just come out in the theater for like Christmas time?
1: It did. Yeah.
0: Nice. And do your theaters there have the big giant seats that recline and everything? We, I feel like we just got those and the bigger places, had those for a long time.
1: I feel the same way here. I know people have had them for a while, but we just got ours probably a year and a half to two years ago. They recline, they're super comfortable. You can lift your legs up. It's great.
0: Oh yeah. And if you're a couple, which I'm not anymore, but if I was, you could, uh, can't you, you can flip up the little middle thing if you sit in two that are like in the same grouping or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can just buy two seats and lounge really big if you're by yourself. Um, And it wasn't in 3D, I'm guessing. It was not. Was not, yeah. All right. I like it. Th- have you seen a 3D movie before?
1: I have. The glasses and all.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I underestimated it. I go to Star Wars. Whenever new Star Wars goes out, I go see it in 3D. And the first time I went to it, the first time I saw a 3D movie, everybody walking out had this kind of like dead stare kind of zombie look on their faces. And I didn't understand why. Was the movie bad? Whatever. And then I came out the same way because you like get sucked into that world. And it's like a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's fun so uh, i got your bio up here you grew up actually in bronx so not where we're talking about we'll talk about that a little bit then you went to aquinas high school did i say that right
1: you did
0: (laughs) aquinas with a long eye and you went to le moyne college which we talked about is uh I don't know what where the word Lemoyne comes from, but my office is in Lemoyne. I have lived in Lemoyne, um, and uh, I know a lot about Lemoyne. So I'm going to look up Lemoyne College and see if there's some person, man or woman, named something Lemoyne, where this comes from. Although you have a capital M in yours, I'm assuming it's still uh, from the same route, but, uh, you studied sociology at Lemoyne college, your favorite color. You said no favorite color, but when I pressed you in the pre-show, you said when pressed, it would probably be green. Um, did you say, you say forest green? Did you mention the type of green? If you had a gun to the head, you had to pick one. I just
1: like tones of green. I always go towards that, whether I'm doing something, a new theme for the house or something that I'm going to wear. Um, I like green.
0: Nice. All right. So next time they ask, you write green in that slot. <laughs> and then favorite food, you like Italian, any specific Italian, pizza, pasta? Um, pizza
1: and pasta. I can do pizza and pasta every day, all day.
0: I feel you. I could do pizza every day, all day, for sure. Any specific place where you live, where you like to go?
1: There's a really awesome place here. It's a small place in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, in Bell Hall. Um donatello's and he's amazing it's a family is his
0: owner. name donatello
1: mm-hmm.
0: do they have a turtle as their uh they don't <laughs> or i guess the donatello what is donatello it must have been some philosopher or artist or something to have had a turtle named after him uh you do have pizza, What's that
1: pasta, all the things
0: Nice. So hit up Donatello's if you're in that area. Uh, you do have pets. How many pets? Cats, dogs? What do you got?
1: Cats, no. Dog, yes. <laughs> I have a that's shot. what I should put is the he question
0: shot. cats or dogs? <laughs> how old?
1: He is 11. We were just talking about it yesterday. We were like, how could this be?
0: They uh, That's a little dog, though, right? Yes, yeah. So they live like a long time.
1: Uh, 15. I've ha- a neighbor of mine had hers for 18.
0: So would you overlap? Uh, would you get another one just right away or would you take a break? I guess those I are would the three choices.
1: another one. We got that dog for my girls when we first moved to Charleston. We promised them a dog when we bought a house and we got a fence up and they held us to it. Um, but I don't think I would get another one.
0: I, I, I agree. Once you, even if you like it, like when mine went down, well, that right there, I don't want to go through that again, watching my dog be put to sleep, yada, yada. But, uh, also the added benefit of not sweeping up hair all the time, all of a sudden my allergies went away my whole life. We always had (laughs) cats and dogs growing up. I've always had allergies. We just have allergies. And then I had dogs on my own. And then when it died, Half my allergies just vanished and you can go on vacation. So I feel you there, but I also have kids and might get roped into getting a pet at some point. So we'll see what happens. Uh, And you do have kids, like you mentioned, you have three of them. You are married to Keith and your hobbies are going to the beach and baking. What do you like to bake? Do you have anything that's like uh, your signature thing?
1: Cookies and pound cake are my go-to. Anytime I'm going to go to a party or drop anything off, cookies and pound cakes.
0: So is pound cake is just a pound cake or do you do something with the pound cake or stack the pound cake or does icing go on the pound cake or what happens with a pound cake?
1: It Depends on the season. So I'll do a pumpkin pound cake or I'll do like a spiced cinnamon pound cake um, or just plain butter pound cake.
0: Gotcha. So you flavor the cake itself. I do. People use pound cake with uh, strawberry shortcake too sometimes. Right?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. That would be the bomb. Feel free to make some of that during a uh, strawberry season and send it up my way here. <laughs> uh, and then the beach, uh, we'll talk about that. Cause you probably have beaches. You can get to, uh, a little bit easier than we can up here. And then you told us your last movie was chosen and you said you watched that series. I did. What is it on Netflix? It's on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah,
1: huh. and they do I'm have an a app. That. You do, um, they do have the chosen app, and you can watch it on as well.
0: Okay, yeah, gotcha. So after college, you studied sociology. Did you do something with sociology, or did you go right into selling real estate, or how did you get from from college to here?
1: Anything at all with sociology? I actually didn't um, graduate from college. Um, I ended up having a baby at the age of nineteen. So that kind of shifted the trajectory of everything Everything I was doing. But I went into hospitality um, and did hotel management for a total of about six to seven years. Um, and then I kind of stayed in the hospitality arena, worked for vacation clubs, and then made the shift to real estate.
0: So was that sales at the vacation club?
1: It was. Sales and reservations mostly
0: so was that that like a timeshare was that what it would be or is it some other it was how was that did you like it dislike it
1: (laughs) i loved it there because i love um helping people you know i knew i would get the call for them to plan a vacation i knew where they wanted to go what the occasion was and to help them plan that i really got a lot of satisfaction out of helping them pick the location And it wasn't very sales driven. Most of the people that were calling in, they knew where they wanted to go next. They planned their stuff years in advance. And it was an awesome place to work. The company was great as well. The shift happened for me when it became very salesman driven and you had to have a certain quota and you had to offer certain products. I had worked with customers for years and they were products that I knew they would not buy. They weren't gonna be able to take advantage of them. And even if they bought them, they weren't going to use it And it was in me to try to sell a product that I knew wasn't going to be a benefit to them. So after getting dinged a couple of times, I said, OK, I'm out.
0: <laughs> so then what did you do? Did you just get your license then or what?
1: I did. I got immediately got my license after that. Um, and it'll be my eighth year in July doing real estate
0: okay and which uh was it your kid that you had at 19 how old was that kid at this time when you made the transition seven okay
1: eight seven or eight we moved to charleston when she was seven so right around eight years
0: old all right I wish I could, by the way, I wish I would have started having kids a little bit earlier because um, I had a friend who had one like at 19, I think. And then he started like, they just kind of got married and kind of started their family. And now he's like, it's the best. They're gone. I got all my money back again. And I just like started. I just had twins at 40 and they're like three years old. and I'm hoping I can still run when they want to play basketball and stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's living As long as you
1: keep it up now, you will. We started our our kids are 2014 and seven. So, we'll so be you staggered them perfectly.
0: <laughs> now, it sounds like you're due for one. It's like every seven years almost, every six to seven years. You no, might have a couple no. years <laughs> left to stick one in. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been selling uh, real estate for about eight years, and that's a great transition to bring up the map of Charleston. We'll start talking about Charleston, where you are down there. Can you see that? I didn't share it, did I? all right there we go and we can see i like to pretend like people watching don't know anything about geography including me that's <laughs> really um, so we can see that uh, south carolina is down here on the east coast of uh east southeast i guess of the united states and you see the pin there of charleston and i'll zoom in so you can get an idea of where it is pretty close to the right on the coast um Who's pinned that? I have somebody saved right there. Is that you? <laughs> LaToya. Oh,
1: LaToya's on my team.
0: I got to add you. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read the blurb right now. It's 60 degrees down there. So we are like 30, 40 degrees, 40 degrees up here, maybe. So a good 20 degrees warmer at the same time. It does look like it's a little bit cloudy right there, down there right now. The but. Yeah, and we're used to that up here, so that wouldn't be any different, and I think that's more of a rarity for you, so that's all right. And We'll talk about that in a second, and I'll read Google's quick facts here. and you can tell me if these are accurate at all too. Uh, Charleston, the South Carolina port city founded in 1670 is defined by its cobblestone streets, horse-drawn carriages and pastel antebellum houses, particularly in the elegant French Quarter and Battery districts. The Battery Promenade and Waterfront Park both overlook Charleston Harbor, while Fort Sumter, a federal stronghold where the first shots of the Civil War rang out, lies across the water. So it sounds like there's a a lot of history there you have a lot of, of history and old stuff
1: around town it really is definitely a historic city
0: oh yeah historic market and everything we'll talk about that in a second so tell me about the landscape uh, is it like beachy is when people when you land there and look around this picture that they have up right there is palm trees so is it flat kind of like people would picture a, a beach place
1: It really is, Um, it it mostly is flat. What I love the most about Charleston is yes, it's a historic city um, and there's so much rich history here in whether you're at Milton plantation and you are learning about slavery or you're over in Fort Sumter and learning things about the war. It's also a big military base area. I think Charleston houses about 90,000 military here in the city. And there's such diversity with the food, with entertainment, markets are huge. Almost every community has its own market. So on a Saturday afternoon, you can easily walk out or take a drive or a bike ride and find your closest market to get fresh produce. And, and locals are, are selling all the things there as well.
0: Nice. And then are there, are there farms close by? Tell me about like the country and are there hills or the mountains, that kind of thing.
1: No mountains, not many hills, but we definitely have um, farms in the area. And many of the people that migrate here from other, that move here from other places, they do, that are used to having a lot of land, they do ask about acreage and, you know, can we have chickens? Can we have goats? Can we have horses? So we have a little bit of everything. I kicked and screamed when we moved to Charleston almost 12 years ago, because I was living in Tampa, Florida. And I was like, I don't want to be in Charleston. I don't know anyone there. And I would not want to be anywhere else today. It is such a beautiful city. The people are amazing. And there's always something to do.
0: And then what? So it's pretty flat there. You're pretty close to the well. you are. You're on the coast. Uh, So do you get hurricanes? Does it rain a lot? Tell me about the weather a little bit.
1: We do get hurricanes. Um, I live in Somerville, South Carolina. It's a smaller historic city. And for the most part, we kind of get lucky and we don't get direct um, showers or heavy rains from any hurricanes. But the coast does, and they've had to evacuate a lot of times. We have a running joke with a lot of my friends that whenever a hurricane is coming, they can all come to Somerville. Because a lot of them are right on the coast or in Mount Pleasant. Um, and we were always like, our doors are open. We'll have power. Um, but it is a, it is a beach town. You can run into water pretty much anywhere you are in Charleston.
0: And is it cloudy a lot? I talked about it a little bit. I'm assuming it's not
1: blue skies. If you've heard me before, I always say this is Jahira from beautiful, sunny blue skies, Charleston. It is absolutely gorgeous for the most part. It's cloudy today, which means that it's raining and you want to give yourselves a little more time to get out there because we really don't know what to do when it rains.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about snow? Do you get any of the freezing precipitation, snow, uh, sleet, freezing rain, any of that?
1: Last time, however, that we did get snow was when we were visiting to move here and we got snow flurries, and then we got another snowstorm, snowstorm, probably about, I want to say about eight years ago where we were able to make a snowman, make snow angels. We went crazy.
0: <laughs> so how much snow was that, do you think?
1: A couple inches, and it didn't last at all. It was gone by the next day.
0: I was going to say, I had. I told you I had Don uh, yesterday or whatever day it was, and he was talking about like last year when all the South places kind of got some freakish winter thing, and people were outside with like, half an inch trying to make snowmen and stuff just i'm picturing you kind of because two inches we would be like that's not yeah. even worth going outside for then
1: We shut down because our vehicles aren't equipped to drive in that kind of weather a lot of us aren't equipped to you know i grew up in in upstate new york so i was you know i'm used to driving in that kind of weather but for the most part people here are not so everything shuts down we're home when it does get really cold our schools even have a delay time for opening because the school buses need to be able to warm up and we need they need to evaluate, is it safe for the school buses? Is there going to be black eyes? <laughs> it's, it's a whole situation.
0: <laughs> that's pretty, it's just better off just shut it down for the day. I think that's better. With Zoom these days, they just, they're pretty easy to I do it. They're like, it yeah, down. just shut it down yeah and then uh so it's a little bit warmer than here how hot does it get does it get like super hot or what's uh what's the top end looking like
1: it gets super hot i love hot weather i would take heat over cold all day long um i think the this past summer we were close to 100 degrees and that was probably like smack in the middle of july um and then obviously we do get that 80 90 degree weather year pretty much throughout the summer season, which is a long summer season. I'm thinking maybe late March into maybe even early October this year, we still had 80 degree weather. Last week we were in the mid seventies.
0: That's the sweet spot. I think the seventies yeah. is where it's at. That's where whatever you, most people set their house thermometer to, that's probably what it, the perfect outside would be. Usually that's like 71. That's or. true. I'm a 67 dude, but maybe up to like 73 or so. But, oh. um, <laughs> uh, so, so I didn't ask you under the landscaping heading, uh, but still has to kind of do with the weather, climate, whatever. Um, trees, are there palm trees? Like I saw in that picture, or do you have like oak and pine trees like we have in the north or what, what we, are the, what's the forest? Like if you went to uh, an overgrown area, what does that look like? We
1: are known for oak trees here in Charleston and pine trees, but mostly oak trees. There's something, a place called Angel Oak, which is like the most gorgeous oak tree um, in the area. And people go there, take photos, there's things to do there. Pine trees I, I want um, or palm trees are brought in. Those don't even believe they're even grown here, but we do have them because it makes the landscape so pretty. But pine trees and oak trees is what we're known for.
0: Awesome. I like those better. Uh, <laughs> and so somebody should start sharing some pictures on the Charleston, South Carolina, Google my business thing of the actual trees. Cause right now it's showcasing something that looks like Florida or something. I'd rather see the well, oak I will trees. Send you but... <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then what's the commute like? Are people driving, living in Charleston, like downtown and living there, or are they living in suburbs and, and how long is the commute for the people that are commuting?
1: it's going to be across the board. I know that a lot of people that move to the area, my first question is always, how do you feel about sitting in traffic? Because we're growing so rapidly that we have traffic jams. You know, Depending on where you're going, you might sit in traffic for 20, 30 minutes before you're home. And I think that's happening in a lot of the major cities, but we are seeing such rapid growth here that it is I mean, it's a valid question to ask, because if you're wanting to save that 30, 40 minute commute where you're not sitting in traffic in your home, having dinner with your family versus being in the car, it's always something to look into. But traffic is definitely a thing here.
0: And does everybody work like are all the jobs like in Charleston? Is everybody commuting in and out of the city or are there other kind of? office centers we a big scattered
1: city with um we have boeing here we have cummins here volvo is big here they opened up a plan a couple just a, a couple years ago and then we have the ports so a lot of the traffic that you're going to see on the major interstates and even on our bridges are going to be traffic for those trucks that are going back and forth from the ports um so it does play a role in that I see a lot of the people in the medical field, a lot of those um, people are living downtown or near those hospitals, but for the most part, the majority of the people area in the area here, they're gonna have a 20 to 30 minute commute to work.
0: Gotcha. And then what about public transportation if people don't wanna own a car? Or Is there, first of all, in the city, is there a bus line and all that? And then if you're on the outskirts, can you get into your job if you needed to?
1: We do have um, public transportation here. It's not a broad public transportation where it doesn't really go everywhere like most major cities. I'm from New York, so when I hear public transportation, that could be your only means of transportation. It isn't here. Um, Bus stops are going to be in major areas like your mall or a major location where there's going to be a lot of people that can hop on to it from there. But for the most part, um, public transportation isn't a thing in Charleston. Not yet. I know they're looking into a lot of things and and adding some incentives for people to carpool, to lessen traffic and things like that. But public transportation is not a, a reliable thing here yet in Charleston.
0: No train? Do you have like an Amtrak station where you could go anywhere?
1: Not right in Charleston. Um, I want to say that we have, not Amtrak, let's, well... Greyhound, but that's bus. So no, 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 no public train
0: transportation. Okay. And then I had something else I was going to follow. Oh, you, uh, toll roads. Do you have toll roads? Easy pass? We, no. (laughs) No to both of those. No. Huh. I feel like I, there's no toll roads in South Carolina. Do you know what the easy pass is? I don't. We don't Uh, have any
1: toll roads
0: here. I guess I just assumed every, there were toll roads everywhere. So Pennsylvania I've I'm learning that some places don't have toll roads and the easy pass is just this thing you pay for and It's a little thing you Uh stick so you can drive through. Yeah. Uh, but it works like if I drive to New Jersey or other States that have easy pass, it works everywhere. And I think they have easy pass maybe in California. Um, but I just assumed they were. It was everywhere. But I'm learning that it is not And some places. Don't have toll roads at all. So well, all right. I
1: mean, we first moved here, Derek, and we would travel back to Florida to visit family. I mean, after being here for a while, we completely forgot about toll roads. So we don't. We weren't used to having coins in the car or traveling with cash. So we would go through and get that extra hit on. You know, a twenty-five cent toll would be three fifty because we didn't have a way. We weren't prepared for it.
0: Yeah, totally. At least these days now, you uh, if you don't have change or an Easy Pass, they do it by license plate, which begs the question: Why do I even need to get the Easy Pass then? Because I could just sign up for an account and you could take whatever. Um, <laughs> so, all right, no toll roads down there. Um, and you mentioned some of the employers already: Boeing and Volvo, and it's a huge port and logistics hub down there. So, I'm assuming there are a lot of other industries. Do you have Amazon warehouses? A lot of warehouses too.
1: We do. We have an Amazon warehouse in the area that probably broke uh, opened up probably about a year ago. We have a major Walmart plant coming to the area as well. Um, They're getting ready to break ground. And Mercedes is a big one here as well. We have several Mercedes plants. Um, I know they have a van center local in the area as well
0: huh so you got some high-end car manufacturers down there volvo and mercedes um, Mm -hmm. and the ports and the warehouses do you have medical you mentioned people in medical center is there a specific medical like dominating entity down there we kind of have penn state hershey kind of owns the biggest and is gobbling up all the other medical stuff but maybe there are a couple systems but so is it same down there
1: It really, Yeah, it is. We have two major ones, probably even three now, because Roper was, I think, at the bottom of the totem pole, and they're growing as well. But we have what would be called um, MUSC, which is Medical University of South Carolina. And they just opened a huge children's hospital that was so needed. It is a gorgeous facility. And then we have East Cooper and Roper that I just mentioned as well. So big medical community. This and then, then what about you colleges?
0: You mentioned one college there. I'm guessing there's a bunch because the weather's so great. Everybody would love to stay there for a semester or
1: oh, yeah, right in how downtown, many? Eight, downtown. Eight, sixteen college. semesters.
0: No, yeah, how many semesters. Ah. Does it? Eight semesters takes four years. A couple right. extra because
1: the city's so great, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, we have College of Charleston right in downtown. So, you know, just a few steps away from the heart of downtown in the heart of downtown Charleston with the cobblestones and rainbow row and the shopping. Um, yeah.
0: And then military, what's the military presence, a base or what it is, is
1: you have it? An base here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Is it, is it like, like a, do you have news a, news. a, uh, sorry, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called a military hospital.
1: We have several VAs, but not a, not a military. Person.
0: Yeah. That's what I meant. A VA hospital. Yeah, a VA, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we yeah. do also have, um, there's a huge base in the North Charleston area as well, that we get a lot of, um, military personnel in from, and we have the Citadel, the Citadel college. Um, it's a huge piece of that military, um, family too.
0: And then what's the capital of South Carolina? Columbia, Columbia, and how far is from you is that
1: from where I'm sitting right now, probably about an hour, 15, 20 minutes, but from downtown Charleston area, probably about close to two hours.
0: Okay. And what would Not you say the biggest is Charleston, like the most major city of South Carolina or.
1: It is. Yeah. Charleston will be one of your major cities, at least where you can get, have all the fun, all the people, all the food.
0: (laughs) And then what about tourism? Is that an industry as well? Or is it not, is it more people that live there?
1: Tourism is huge here. We have a saying amongst the locals that we can, we get to vacation here because you, we have a variety of so many things just within, you know, within close distance. Um, a lot of the locals here and even people that come to vacation here, boating is a big thing since we're right on the water, um, fishing, hunting as well here. Um, I think sports wise, obviously, you know, college sports is big here in the area because we have Clemson and we have South Carolina university. Um, so that Where would you go, would
0: you go to one of those stadiums for like concerts? Where would you go see a big concert? One of those places?
1: a big probably we haven't had concerts in the area in a while given you know the, everything that's going on in the past two years but yeah for sure would probably be the coliseum before it would be one of the stadiums
0: and do you usually get like the biggest acts usually stop there or would you have to go drive somewhere else to see i'm Sometimes. trying to think of somebody other than The person I want to come, I always say Justin Bieber every episode. I say, Where are we going? Somebody go see Justin Bieber at every episode. I say,
1: Justin Bieber in Charleston. (laughs) We probably have to drive to Charlotte, North Carolina, or to Atlanta um, to see the big ones like that. But we've had Lauren Daigle. um, I'm not even going to remember some of the other big people that we've had in the area as well. But they go fast. So the moment you know about it, I think you need to be on those like secret lists. I think American express offers their holders like, um, advanced ticketing. That's probably the only way to get on onto those concerts here.
0: Huh? What about theaters? You have smaller theaters too. That's my jam. I'd rather see something in a theater anyway. I'm I, you won't catch me at a anything in a stadium.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we do have, um, a lot of improv plays in the area. Um, we have a, we have some in downtown Somerville and I know for sure we definitely have some in downtown Charleston.
0: Some like old historic cool theaters too, probably right.
1: Yeah. There's actually a big one. Um, the Gaillard, and they opened about three or four years ago. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility. About four years ago, we went to a Christmas concert there that was put up by a local church but the facility was just absolutely gorgeous. So that's exciting to be able to get more and more um, things come to the area through that location.
0: Yeah, tons of history down there too. So what's the, if somebody was coming to town uh, and visiting for a few days, is there like a number one history thing, if they said I'm a history buff, I want to, I got time for one thing, where would you send them as far as history goes? Here it would be Gettysburg Battlefield probably.
1: Yeah, I would probably say Middleton Plantation um, because you can stay there. They have a hotel on property. They have restaurants. And then you could really enjoy the grounds and the tour that they offer at Middleton. So if you can only do one, I would say Middleton Plantation. But we have Drayton Hall. We have Magnolia. There's so many awesome, awesome places.
0: And can you you can visit the plantation even if you don't stay there to like for dinner or something or for a tour yeah, or whatever? You sure can. And you've been,
1: I have been, I have. Been. <laughs> yeah. Cause some people, really? a lot of times people come on here
0: and they never even, I actually never been to this place, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. With nice. one thing, Indeed. the past few years that has slowed us down in traveling outside of the state is staying close to home and being able to visit, you know, the different places. so many times we just think about going far but there's so much to to really do here in Charleston and just vacation at home.
0: And especially that kind of stuff, which we've got a a good bit of history here too. And you take field trips to all these places and you've been to all these places a million times. Every year we take a trip to the Capitol, but you never listen to any of it or or really pay attention. So it's fun to go back as an adult and actually maybe pay attention, learn something, maybe take it in a little bit. Uh, So that's cool. Uh, Do people, What was I going to say? Oh, festivals, pop-up festivals, that kind of thing. Like first Fridays, uh, arts fests, um, brew fests, all that kind of stuff is a lot of that going on.
1: There is, we have a jazz festival. We have a Hispanic festival. We have a African-American festival. There is so much culture here in Charleston that we do get to enjoy a lot of that stuff with live music, family friendly atmosphere. Um, there was another one. I'm trying to remember the most recent one that we just had that everybody absolutely loves. And of course it's escaping, escaping my mind. Some kind of Christmas
0: thing going on probably right now, right?
1: Well, yeah, you know, we have the, your normal Christmas tree lightings in, in all the cities, you know, in the town of every city, um, we have festival of lights that's at James Island County park. We have some amazing County parks here in Charleston. Um, our county parks are so awesome that a lot of times, instead of having like a YMCA membership, people will have a county park membership because there's so much to do when you can park hop between all the different county parks.
0: You would but you have that to sign up, membership. sign up for it though. Yes. Huh. And does it cost something or is it just like a minimal yeah. charge just to make membership. you have yeah. to do something? It's a
1: county park membership. Huh. And, and then, then what about, uh, uh passes, but you can definitely do the yearly memberships.
0: Gotcha. And then what about food? You touched on food a few times a little bit, but, um, what's the food scene down there? You said there's a lot of culture down there too. African festival, Latino festival, all these things. So, um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you, maybe your favorites and then food in general.
1: Yes. You can find a little bit of everything here. My family's from the Dominican Republic. So I always tend to kind of go towards more, you know, my Latin food, but we have everything here. Obviously we're on the coast. So seafood is a big deal. We have some major restaurants that have been given some pretty big awards for their food, Um, right in downtown Charleston. We also have Shem Creek where you're going to find three awesome restaurants right there, right on the water and um but you can find a little bit of everything like you can find food from brazil food from ukraine food from the caribbean there's just a little bit of everything here
0: do you have fireworks on like july 4th and and that kind of thing multiple
1: absolutely, multiple shows
0: and do you drop anything for new year's eve up here, we have Dillsburg, they drop a pickle. We have Mechanicsburg where I went to, mechan- where I went to high school and they drop a wrench. Um, and the city of Harrisburg drops a strawberry. Anything there? Or is that just something strange I've that Pennsylvania that. does?
1: I've never heard of that, so I'm gonna have to look into it and see if Charles like that. I don't believe so, but it would be fun to know if they did for sure.
0: If they don't, you should start it. They should drop an anchor. It's a port, it's basically a port I town, right? That.
1: Or a pineapple. We're known for pineapples in the South. It's our symbol of hospitality.
0: Is that indigenous? Cause pi- pineapples like a bush. That's not a palm tree. That's coconut. A pineapple grows on a bush. It
1: does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then what about vacationing? So you live in a pretty, you said you live in a on vacation there. So if you were, let's start with a driving vacation. If you were driving to a vacation, are you going to go to a different beach somewhere? Or are you going to drive to the mountains or something?
1: I am a coast person. You won't find me on a mountain. (laughs) But I can beach it all day long. We have several beaches here in Charleston. Um, From Somerville, you're probably about 40 to 45 minutes from Isle of Palm. About 55 minutes to Kiowa. Kiowa is one of my favorite places to go because coming from Florida, and they have the the powdery beach sand, um, they brought that sand in at Kiowa. So it's, it's very beachy, probably the closest I can get to the Caribbean here in the area. And then obviously we have Folly Beach as well. Um, Folly Beach is very laid back. You have all the shops of, um, along the along the beach there that you can visit, awesome restaurants, and the same for Ala Palms. Kiowa is more of, um, is a very nice town and you're going to have their market area that's going to house their restaurants, their shops, their boutiques, their grocery stores are going to be all in one location. Where Folly Beach and Isle of Palms, you're going to find a bit more of a variety right on the, on the beach street there.
0: And do people surf? Are there waves? Is it that kind of beach?
1: Well, you can surf. Now I'm not a surfer. Most surfers would be like, Hey, I'd rather go to LA or something. But yes, we surf here. Most people in Charleston will probably earn a surfboard or two.
0: And any sky sports, people skydive or like private, little private airports and pilots. A lot of times beach places, the things to do are water stuff and air stuff because there aren't any mountains to do mountain stuff. So is it is it, and isn't uh, North Carolina's like the birthplace of flight or something, right?
1: Yeah, so we do have private airports. I believe we have two private airports in the area. I have not seen, and I spend a lot of time at the beach. I have not seen too much of skydiving or parasailing or anything like that in our area. Um, Jet skis, yes, but I haven't seen any other water sports.
0: And then if you got to fly somewhere, you want to take a vacation somewhere far away, where's the closest airport or maybe name a couple. A lot of times there's, there's an RA1 kind of close, and then you've got to drive a little bit to get to a better one.
1: We have one Charleston international airport. (laughs) And we don't have many direct flights to like major international locations. You're probably going to have a layover in Atlanta, Charlotte. um, Those, those cities are probably the closest ones when you're taking an international flight.
0: But you could drive to Charlotte. How far would that, that's far
1: Four hours.
0: Okay, so it might be worth it sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely worth it, yeah.
0: Yeah, same here, It's we have Harrisburg and then you gotta go a couple hours to get to something else, but sometimes it's worth it just to get the better flight or whatever. But then I can't get my Uber. I hate checking my car in for some reason. I like just being able to Uber over to the airport or get dropped off or whatever. Um, anything else you wanna add about entertainment or stuff to do, any outdoor activities? You mentioned boating, fishing, uh, hunting you said. What are we hunting? There are oak trees and regular deer. woods, there just aren't hills and mountains. So it's deer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, as we see the rapid growth in Charleston, we kind of do, we, we're ta- starting to see a lot more deer signs because those years are having to go to different places as we continue to build and grow in the area.
0: Gotcha. So then I wonder if places do they up the quota of like licenses that they'll issue or make it cheaper to get your license to go hunt deer or something. Uh, But that's also a tourist thing up here. It's a huge tourist thing. People come from all over. So they kind of protect the deer hunting and they stock the creeks with trout every year. And that's a tourist thing too. So all that outdoor stuff can be amenities. So, uh, now let's talk about everything that, uh, the thing that everybody needs to know if they're going to move there is what can they afford when they come here? Um, here in central Pennsylvania, we're coming from probably like 300,000 to get entry level. I'd say 250, maybe a year or two ago, but now it's probably around 300 to get into a three to four bedroom might be a ranch, might be a two story, probably get a two car garage at 300 on the 0.2 acres. And that would be a, like an eighties or nineties built, not new for sure. Um, and maybe even a 1900, 1910, 1920 house, uh, for that. So how does that compare down there?
1: It's pretty similar. I know that right now in our area, because inventory is so low, you're getting those houses from the nineties and early 2000s be valued at the same price as if you were waiting to build. So we're up there in the mid 300s for the most part for a good size or not even good size. You know, you're, you can be, it could be 15 to $1,800 or 1,800 square foot home. A three bedroom could go for about $330, 340 30, 350 So big change from about, you know, a year to two years ago. And then obviously we have homes here in historic Charleston that can go up into the six to $7 million as well.
0: And are those, are those houses, like those historic ones that people renovate or are people allowed to renovate? There are some probably that you can't touch inside and or outside, right?
1: Yeah, so Charleston's big on historic preservation. So we have a historic um, preservation committee or board that you have to kind of pass things through for them to approve. And you have certain stipulations to abide by. Huge on that. I've seen so many. We're building a home in um, the downtown Somerville area now, and a lot of those historic homes that are being rebuilt. I love having conversations with those builders and contractors because it's fascinating the kind of stuff that they get to make sure that they keep, you know, to preserve the look of what Charleston history looks like. Um, so there's a lot of that, but those homes are even going to be more expensive, you know, especially once they go through that historic preservation, renovation.
0: Yeah, that's not cheap to keep it the way it's supposed to be. And even if they do allow you to redo it, a lot of times you have to use the same material and build it in the same manner and, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. So it gets it's, really it's expensive. Yeah.
1: Process. But it's beautiful. The houses here in Charleston, you know, we're known for a lot of color. Um, so downtown Charleston has what's called the rainbow row. And these are houses that, um, aren't too wide. They're more narrow and straight up where you're going to have your porches. Um, You know, we're known for those big wraparound porches here in Charleston as well. So you'll see that kind of bleed into the different neighborhoods out um, inland more as well. It's a beautiful city. The homes here and the different builders that we have in the area really take a lot of detail in planning what type of floor plans and homes to bring into the area. So that's always neat to watch too.
0: And then are there HOAs obviously in the old town, historic districts and and those places there probably aren't, but all this new construction that's happening, the newer stuff is, the more uh, HOAs pop up. So do you have them? And then to what level are they gated with golf courses and all that stuff?
1: It's a little bit of everything. We have several golf communities here in the Charleston area, and most neighborhoods do have HOAs. The majority of the neighborhoods here are going to have HOAs. The older ones might not, um, but any newer community, I'm thinking 2000 and above, will most definitely probably 90% of the time have an HOA. And those are gonna range depending on the amenities that they offer and even by location. You know, Some communities will have a high HOA with no amenities, but that HOA is working to preserve the look of that neighborhood um, and are charging as if they had amenities. So those are all good questions to ask while you're looking for your move to Charleston.
0: And then for those people that do want a bunch of land, five, 10 acres, something like that, how far out would they have to go? We talked about it a little bit, but, um, so how far outside of Charleston, would you have to go to get something like that?
1: Probably about 40 to 45 minutes. So not bad.
0: And you'd be on well and septic. Is it easy to do well and septic there?
1: You would be on well and septic. in septic and a lot of neighborhoods, which is something that I learned early on here doing real estate was engineered septic, you know, which is gonna be a lot more expensive than a regular septic. And a lot of these neighborhoods that have, you know, one to four acre lots, you're you're gonna fall into that engineered septic, which adds twenty to thirty thousand dollars more to your home build.
0: And then what about that in the the luxury market million dollar couple million five what i don't know how high it would go um are those people looking at those downtown uh houses or are they looking at big mansions on five acres or everything in between what's the luxury it's, market like
1: it's going to be a little bit of both we have um you know luxury market you're thinking kiowa and we would be thinking Mount um, pleasant south carolina or downtown by the battery but our area has been growing so rapidly, and we have some awesome options as far as living and lifestyle. We have the Nexting community, we have Carnes Crossroads, we have Cane Bay, and then you head over to North Charleston as well, where you're going to have Whitehall, and they back up to water. So you're going to find some houses in there that are going to be close to that $800,000 million mark. We have Kusa Country Club, and those that's a gated community. In North Charleston, it is a golf community, and you're going to find your one to two million dollar homes in there as well, and even as low as four fifty. So that's a big range in the same neighborhood.
0: Huh? And you mentioned waterfront, or a lot of the higher end properties, waterfront.
1: A lot of them will be waterfront, and once you have, and waterfront here can mean two things: waterfront, beachfront, or marsh. You know, um, you can be you can back up to a creek, or you can back up to the Ashley River. So it just depends on the area.
0: Are there any places where they kind of like build canals to create waterfront or access to stuff? None of that.
1: No, no. But you you're gonna have those canals, and those are gonna be your older your older homes that have been there for some for some time and have been preserved beautifully. So that value that value holds but you're definitely going to pay a lot more for water access.
0: And then for the, uh, the less maintenance inclined person, do you have townhomes, um, and neighborhoods with less maintenance, maybe, um, even the high rises, do you have that kind of thing? Like the apartment style condos as well?
1: We do. Um, Daniel Island is a beautiful city, um, right outside of downtown Charleston, and they are going to offer a lot of condominium living style homes. We have townhome areas and we also have something called paired homes and those paired homes are like duplexes. Um, but they're absolutely stunning. And once you step in, you can't even tell. And for the most part, I think that that's the way builders are doing it now where once you step in, they're just as big as a house.
0: And what about, uh, seasons? Is there a season down there? Do half the people leave when it gets cold right now? Cold. I'll put in quotes, 60 degrees or whatever it is now. Uh, but is there a season? Do do a lot of people kind of leave? Does it empty out when it gets colder or how does that work?
1: Not really. I used to think that when I first moved here, I used to think that a lot of the homes um, over by the beach were more vacation homes. But a lot of people love it here so much that those beach homes are primary residences. We do have a lot of second home residences here as well. Um, But for the most part, people don't really leave Charleston. And if you do leave, you keep the current home that you have because you want to come back to it.
0: (laughs) That's a good endorsement. You keep it so you can come back. And can you Airbnb people do that kind of stuff? You got investors buying stuff down there too?
1: We do have investors and you can Airbnb depending on the town or county that you're staying in. There are different stipulations um, and rules for those Airbnbs. Um, but we do offer it here because Charleston is such a big tourist town um, and hospitality. We have so many hotels. Um, there definitely are restrictions on Airbnb. So you definitely want to ask the right questions if you're thinking about investing for Airbnb, because not all locations um, give you that option.
0: Yeah. And that's true of everywhere. We have Hershey, Pennsylvania here was huge. And they pretty much kind of like Orlando, I would assume. I assume Disney kind of clamps down on the airbnb that's allowed in and around the orlando area and hershey kind of does the same thing i think around that area and wherever you live too people could clamp down if there's a big hospitality uh business there so we will end it off but uh first we need to ask you the question that has nothing to do with real estate or anything that we've been talking about but does have to do with you what other profession would you do if you could do anything other than real estate uh what would you do what would you be
1: that's a great question because a couple years ago I would have answered and said a teacher. But after doing virtual school <laughs> this past year, I could definitely not be a teacher. Um, if I could do any other profession, I would want to work with, um, in some capacity in foster care, we were foster parents for years and we had so many amazing kiddos. That if I could just be a foster mom or ha- have a house to bring kids into where we can have family meals, have family time and do all things, family, I would be the first one signed up for that.
0: You could do that, right? That doesn't seem like that hard to accomplish. Right. And what your long youngest is seven. So you got about 11 years and then they'll all be gone. And now you just buy a bigger house, um, and get a whole bunch of foster kids. Yeah. What would you make for dinner? Pasta. <laughs> and pizza the next night. And pizza the next And then pizza and pasta leftovers the next night after that, and then back to pasta again. That's fantastic. Rice,
1: beans, chicken, and platanes is a staple in my house. My 14-year-old, anytime she's going to invite friends over, she'll say, when are we not having rice, chicken, beans, <laughs> And platanes, so we can invite friends.
0: How do you make the plantains? You're making like the smashed ones or whatever, or how do you prepare them?
1: It depends who we're eating them with. We're eating them with soup. I take the green platanes and I fry them, and then I mash those with a little bit of garlic, mm. and we drop that in the soup. Or if we're going to eat them with rice and beans, my one of my daughters likes the sweet plantains, so the yellow plantains, and we cut them. She likes them thin so the edges can be crunchy. And we, or we do the green platanes where you fry them once, take them out, mash them, and then refry them. And you can eat that with salt, a little bit of garlic, even some bruschetta goes well with that. Um, Yeah, there's so many ways to eat platanes. You can boil them and mash them and eat them with cheese or fried eggs or scrambled eggs.
0: Can you eat plantains just like a banana? They don't come that sweet, do they?
1: No, they're raw, so you'd have to cook them. But once they're yellow, you can bake them in the oven.
0: Okay, so they wouldn't even, aside from the taste, it wouldn't be like you got to cook. It's like something that is too hard or it's just not good for, for. Huh, all right. I didn't realize that. I, for some reason i guess i've never cooked them i've eaten them but they've always been cooked and i've never cooked them myself so interesting you to cool go by
1: a grocery store the next time you do your grocery shopping pick up a green one and pick up a yellow one and you need to try it
0: all right i will i'm gonna to go to the grocery store right after this actually <laughs> And they're all right next to the bananas. They used to be hard to find that kind of stuff, but all the grocery stores have all the different varieties of everything these days. Uh, So that's awesome. And hopefully you can do the foster caring um, sometime in 11 years, if you can't do it right now, hopefully you can do it then. Um, And read your information aloud, your phone number and your email and website so that people that might be listening can jot it down if they need to.
1: You can call me or text me at 843-542-6214. You can email me at ygainsrealtor at gmail.com. You can learn a little bit more about me or search properties in the Charleston area at yourrealtorconcierge.com.
0: Awesome. And her information will be up or down or wherever you're watching or listening in the description. And links to all her socials, her Facebook and Instagrams and YouTube. You got a YouTube channel?
1: have a YouTube channel.
0: There you go. You can hit her up on the YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, and contact me if you need to buy or sell a house in central Pennsylvania or anywhere on the planet. I got a wide network of people and I can hook you up with the right person in that area, just like Jahira in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to hear from you. And like she said, she still needs inventory down there pretty bad and we still need it fairly badly here in December. But when you're watching, hopefully it's a little bit better for those buyers out there. I got a bunch that are kind of waiting to go back at it. So hopefully after the holidays, we can do that. Thanks for everybody watching and listening. Thank you, Jahira, for being here. Say goodbye to everybody.
1: Thanks for having me, Derek.